0: Hello, we are back at Freedom with Fitness Podcast. I'm here again with Chris and Carl. Um, topic of choice today. Um, we've been thinking, you know, since it's January, and it's a tough time coming in, people not motivated for fitness, things like that. So we've put our sort of brains together to come up with a couple of things on individual habits to maintain consistency. Um, we're gonna go through a couple of our sort of habits that we have to maintain our consistency with training different things um and yeah i think we'll get straight into it shall we um so we're thinking one of the main things people struggle with with consistency of stuff is not having sort of an not necessarily an end goal but having ideas about what they actually want some people go into stuff and they kind of unsure about where to be what they actually want to get from the things they're doing yeah so one of the main ones we've come up with is to have a long-term goal i think
1: everyone's so tunnel vision by short-term results and yeah. um, and they've completely forget out of the of the wider perspective setting that long-term goal and then breaking that down into little goals to to, to develop this process this the, towards the overall thing is going to make it much easier to stick towards it because then you can you can work towards these little goals and you're consistently or regularly seeing some form of result, which will then aid the end result. And at the end of the day, a lot of people say, okay, I want to lose weight. I want to get stronger. I want to look good for the summer, et cetera, et cetera. That's your long-term goal. That's your motivation. But how are we actually going to achieve that if we don't develop a process along the way?
0: Yeah. I think the best, one of the best analogies you can give is, so, you know, like if you say you're working for someone, they might have a quote they want to hit by the end of the year. How do they hit that quarter? Well, each month they need to do a certain amount of things. So they break it down each month into a little bit and it's the same for your goals. So say at work they break it down into twelve annual uh, twelve months and you work it that way. It'd be the same if you were doing your goals. So you might have one big goal, but how do you break that goal down into little things and almost reverse engineer it to break it down? So it's like, right, say I want to lose, say I want to lose half a stone by the end of the year. Yeah. What does that look like month on month? What does that then look like week on week? And put yourself targets in place so you know, right, I am actually on track. And then it's, you also hold yourself accountable to things. Yeah, We talked about accountability a lot in the last podcast. Um, and once you have that, that's going to keep you going. Because if you know, right, this week I weren't quite on it or this week I've done really well, that's going to keep you going. Whereas if you've got no idea at all, you're just – you're, you're walking blind, aren't you? Yeah. You're kind of just walking around with your hand over your eyes going, oh, I think I'm nearly there. And it's
1: I think another another analogy or another way of looking at it is like when, when for example, someone's building a house, I don't go and rush this process to build these, these bricks layer by layer. It's probably a cliche thing you might have heard before, but obviously you don't rush that process, else you're going to obviously have a faulty house. So everything you should be doing with your training from the very beginning is cementing those cracks, getting rid of them, not letting them sneak in those bad habits, and, and obviously working on that day by day there's more than just one way to progress rather than like looking at the end goal okay I'm just going to chase that goal and 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 rush the process and miss things along the way you are not so, not developing a solid foundation that is going to give you the reason for your training or so, for your exercise and health
0: yeah one of the things say so we'll give you a prime example here is I'm going to ask Chris so Chris I want you to go through your kind of maybe one of your goals for the year and how you've gone about reverse engineering that and breaking it down. Um,
2: I'll go for the last one that I did. So the last one was just simple weight loss. Um, obviously we locked down, uh, put on a bit of weight. Everyone ever, I think a lot of people yeah, I think did, everyone did didn't they? Uh, basically, yeah. I wanted to then obviously re-engineer myself and basically take a little bit of a step forward to putting a bit more muscle on, but then obviously trying to reduce that body fat. So the, that was, basically the end goal. Um, I didn't really have a number. Uh, I just sort of had an ideal sort of picture of myself um, from when I was younger, and then just thought if I put on a bit more size, and that's the sort of ideal look that I'd like. Um, I think that's a good starting
1: point. But that's clearly your long term goal. So from there, what did you do more regularly
2: to achieve that goal? So basically, it started from well, there was daily and then there was weekly little goals. So if it was just uh, the daily goals were just simply tracking the calories, um, keeping sort of accountable to myself as in going, oh, and then having obviously friends around that will keep me accountable where maybe I'll be slipping. But yeah, just sort of starting off with the food, with the diet, um, getting my sleeping pattern right, um, trying to stay away from bad habits of staying on walls until two in the morning. <laughs> um but yeah, and then sort of going into sort of the weekly training sessions, I sort of went in with a plan each time. Uh, obviously, being a PT, you've got a bit more knowledge to uh, training. So if you go in at a busy time and maybe certain equipment or machines is is taken, you've at least got that knowledge of sort of uh, movement patterns to then change. So if I wanted a bench, but it was taken, then I'd maybe go for dumbbell or even some sort of chest press machine and... Yeah. Things like that out. So basically, it's just sort of planning out my week. That was probably the uh, yeah. best way yeah, that did it.
1: I think that's a, that's a good one to touch on in the sense that what we would do in terms of our training. I know for a fact that sometimes more isn't always best. No. I would by planning. I for myself personally, I would keep my training relatively simple, relative sitting to sticking to the basic movements and just obviously every now and again mixing that up because. If you if you are always jumping around, you're not really following a structure. Yeah. And I feel like some that that's a easy way of falling out of a good routine is because you've got no. It's like following a path that just is just all over the place. It, you could be much more efficient. Yeah. And that's how I I plan plan my training. Really, I have a couple of particularly favorable movement patterns. So, for example, if you do a push exercise or a pull exercise. You've got, like, you can push it horizontally and vertically, for example. As long as I'm hitting those movement patterns, that's the basics of it. And then for just progressing within that. And like I said, there's more than one way of progressing. So I'm not saying, can I get a heavier weight every single time? I want to move functionally. I want to be manage my fatigue for the next days. Um,
0: so are you saying there that you... You plan the session. You plan the movements you're designing there. The movement based the on exercises. the whole yeah. the whole overall goal of the things you want to achieve. Yeah. There. yeah, exactly. So I think one of the things we we look we've been talking about as well, sort of off the podcast, is it's great finding that long term goal and finding why you want to do it, what you want, putting those place things in place, creating structures, massively important. That's one side of it. Then the next bit is people talk about motivation then to go out and physically complete the process of achieving those goals. Yeah. I think, um, oh, I, sorry, think no, go on, I think, I
2: think, I think motivation is probably one of the biggest things in the fitness industry. Just, it doesn't matter who you are, how experienced you are. Like if you're a beginner. If you're a complete topper, uh, Chris Bum said type, type guy, you will lose that motivation. And then it's just important to sort of have people around you that, you can have to then keep motivating you no matter what your goal is um what else would you say sort of motivation, I mean,
1: wise? motivation wise i mean i train because it makes me feel mentally more prepared outside of the gym i don't just go to the gym because it's a chore i what i get from that is like the routine the discipline so some days yeah okay i'm gonna feel less motivated but if i miss that session or miss that activity like i don't like i don't like days off because i feel less productive mm. i feel out, out of that routine so in terms of my motivation yes yeah, some days you're going to feel less lethargic but it's a matter it's a matter of on those days getting it done when you don't want to putting yourself outside your comfort zone when you want to just be comfortable and um, that's that, that's what motivates me is pushing past that if i can't pick myself up mm. then i mean obviously yes you've got people around you that can but if you can't address that underlying thing then obviously that's
2: the initial issue. When it when it comes down to it, you are the one lifting the weight. You are yeah. the one who's running that mile. You are you're the one attending the classes, walking through the door and basically things like getting up, that.
1: getting out so for example, waking up in the morning and just sitting on your foot. Like so, for example, myself, I I, I used to be quite bad for just waking up, looking at my phone after, You can just you got it's so easy to get lost in your phone and yeah. just sit there flicking through you it. You scroll for edges, don't you? Exactly. So the one of the biggest things mm. for me was get up, <laughs> make like don't even look at the phone, and if you do look at it, brow like quickly flick at it. Okay, I've got some people I need to reply to. Once I've got this done, yeah, because then once you're up, you're active. I don't know, make your bet something simple like that in the morning. You've done something already. Getting out of the house to whatever whatever that thing you need to do during the day is. You've already started the activity, regardless of the gym. Yeah. You've started. You,
0: you've started your day. So, it, and it's quite, it's quite easy for us as PTs, as fitness professionals. We obviously love the industry. We love training and stuff. It's easy for us to sit here and say, "All right, yeah, motivation, You've got to hold yourself accountable. Get up and do these things." But looking the other side of the coin is there's going to be people who listen to this who aren't feeling like that. There's going to be people who are not motivated all the time. They're, they're waking up and thinking, "I can't be bothered today to go to the gym. Like, I, I can't be bothered. I've had a bad day at work. Whatever." And one of the things we co- we've been talking about is. A lot of the time, people wait until they're motivated to go and do something. Mm-hmm. We we kind of want to shift the sort of pattern there and say, well, sometimes the action leads to the motivation. So if you wait forever to go and do something until you're motivated, you're going to be waiting forever. Whereas sometimes if you just do it and just say, do you know what? Sorry, I'm going to do it. The action then leads to the motivation. So you've done it once you go, oh, actually, that weren't that bad bad I enjoyed that oh we can kick on let's go again next week do you know what I mean So like that the action leads to the motivation not just sitting and waiting for something in your brain to go oh yeah I'm motivated now because you'll be waiting forever it's just like a mindset shift like um reorganize
1: your priorities in the sense that it's just like everyone wants success quickly right so the one reason they might lose motivation or not have the motivation is just because they don't see the results but bearing in mind like you can have re- you can have small results you can have small wins and celebrate those wins reflect on the things that you do well, reflect on the things that you don't do so well, but take that as a constrictive way of improving it next time. And um, because that for myself personally, would motivate me to go and
0: improve it and go and work on it. Um, what are, so you talk about celebrate little wins then, yeah, 100%. and which is super, super important for everyone to celebrate little wins. What are some of your little wins that you'd celebrate? Just so for people who are listening, they can go, Oh, do you know what? Actually I've done that, but I've not celebrated it. Do this, are, Yeah. Do that from, Answer that from sort of bef-
2: me when personally. you first started, <clears throat> and then now. Um,
1: so, like, like I said, when I've, I've already gave one of my example was not going on my phone straight away. It sounded pretty, cr- bit of cr- pretty cringy or pretty basic, but I have a blue light filter on so that I don't get in the habit of st- sitting there staring at that the whole time, so that I can focus on my sleeping patterns. Um, actually, getting up, getting the getting my the steps done. That that doesn't sound like a, a massive deal. And obviously, like okay, so everyone says, "Oh, ten thousand steps, blah blah blah." That's just a concept to get people moving. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether you do $7,000, $7, yeah. yeah. whatever it is. It's yeah, like, if you're if, in if an you office, you are... so ain't going to be exactly. But that's the like cool point. It's the like, same as the Fitbits and stuff like that. The buzz when you've not moved for so long—that's yeah. a that, that would be a little win. Getting up and doing something yeah. more than you did the day before.
2: Um, I think. I think as as sort of anything, it can be as simple as uh, just getting to the gym. Yeah. On, on some days just because I like, like we, can go, we, can, on yeah, we, we can go on about motivational time, there will be times where we're where knackered, we're tired. Last thing you want to do is go lift some weight. you just want to stay in bed, you think to yourself, oh, can I can have this day off. But then it's the celebrating the win there is getting yourself to the gym. And then right there, you don't even have to sort of do a good session. It's just getting getting there is already a little win in itself i think
1: it's like appreciate what you should be grateful for in the sense it's like uh, if i wait even a little a little win could be something just like okay um i've got up today and I, I, made, I made a healthy nutritious breakfast and it set me up for the day Bam,
2: yeah
1: yeah because like i said so many people from whether it's work related whether it's they're not hungry when they wake up things like that they don't get that and it's so important because it does start your day right. even if it's something small
0: small that, small
1: daily tasks done well build up so you're feeling great through the day it develops these little like I said little habits I've said we've yeah. said in the previous um podcast that we are creatures of habits humans in general creature habits and something simple as getting up not going on the phone doing your bed getting a healthy nutritious mm-hmm. breakfast no matter how big or small it is if you're not a breakfast person getting something inside you starts that pattern for
2: the rest of the day yeah. right write them down as well right yeah right so maybe the night before or if it's Sunday, you can do it as a weekly task, but or you can do it daily. Like the night before, just put down, I want to complete this, this task. Don't give yourself, a, obviously you've got the day to do it, but like the simple things, like you said, making your bed, not spending hours on your phone. You've got apps on there that do screen time and things like yeah, that. Yeah. So little things just saying, oh, getting to the gym, eating this, eating this. Like, cause to some people it's missing breakfast. Yeah. Eating breakfast can be a little win right yeah, there. Exactly. And that.
0: then just tick it off. Everyone loves a little tick i think we sometimes i think people sometimes forget that we as individuals have the power to literally dictate what happens in those little things we have the power to say do you know what actually no i don't want to go on my phone or i am going to go to the gym today or maybe i'm not going to go to the gym i'm listening to my body maybe i'm going to walk instead that can also be a little win is understanding and listening to yourself maybe i've done something really well at work today maybe i've maybe it's nothing to do with that maybe it's just i've spoke to someone really well and i've had a really good conversation with them. and now i feel energized i now i've been educated on something quite, li-
1: quite literally energized it puts you in a better headspace for you to go and attack the day and for you to go and <clears throat> work towards like it, it sort of has a knock-on effect on everything else if you just
0: start successfully with a, something very simple something very simple um, one of the things i want to put to you question for you both and me obviously how important is reflection for you um, a million percent. Yeah, massive. I, um, When I first started
1: at Pure Gym, I've had experience in coaching throughout my, throughout my life, whether it's for obviously foot, uh, kids football, whether it's in schools, multi-skills, that kind of thing. And nowhere like I, I had my classes, i prepared for my classes, I've obviously got the knowledge and everything from my degrees, from my experience, and I was still shitting myself, excuse the language. And I was thinking, God, why are you building this up so much? And it's a matter of, I got into the class, And no matter what, I would have probably known when I did something wrong and when I did something right. And the class probably had no idea as long as I make it enjoyable for them. Right. And it's only then afterwards, if you reflect correctly, you'll know what you did right, what you did wrong. And then you can go away and think, well, even if they didn't realize, well, that was poor in my opinion, and I need to address that next time. And nothing's going to be perfect like that. That's the nature of it. Um, And that's why I, every class I do, every PT session I do, Every day I miss a little win, I reflect back and think,
0: "Shit, why did that happen?" Yeah, the the reflection I'll and celebration it. of little wins go hand in hand. Yeah, it's yeah. not like you do one then you do the other; they're they're one and the same thing. Yeah, and
1: it sort of like I say, that shows me that if I miss something, how did that affect my day? But for even like we're all we're all human; we have drinks sometimes, and then you stay in bed for a little bit longer because you're a bit hungover or whatever. And then how does that negatively affect? I'm not saying never drink, <laughs> it's not realistic, but how does that affect the rest of yeah. your week? You sleep, you're a little bit sleep deprived or you're a little bit less, more lethargic. So even something like that is just reflecting about how did these little things affect my routine? And if it knocks me out my routine, then I know for a fact it's not worth it. Yeah, go on then, James.
0: When, was, when, when was the last time you reflected? What was it on And So this is one of the things I've done, reflection, again, hugely important. And this has been something that's been like you talked about earlier, about sort of a mindset shift. And reflection, I try and reflect every single... Well, I try and reflect on most of my actions through the day, but at the end of the day, I reflect on the whole day. So I listen to... um, If anyone's listened to the High Performance podcast, the episode with Dan Carter, it goes into talking about um, when he was obviously with the All Blacks, he did a gratitude book, and this is leading up to the World Cup. And what he does is it's just a... I think mine's an A5 book. At the end of each day, he writes down things he's grateful for, things you did well and things you can improve on. And I've implemented that doing it at the end of the day. And it literally, the, the, the stuff in there is completely different. And when I read that, read that back, it, I might, I might come to the end of the day, writing in my book and I'm thinking, oh God, today has been rubbish. Like things have not gone well. Something's not happened. Right. And I actually write down the things I'm grateful for. And I think actually there's five things I'm grateful for here. And there was only one thing that went wrong today. And I'm thinking it's been a bad day. So it's looking back and going, actually, that's not been a bad day. It's been a great day. And it's little things like maybe, maybe someone's got the food ready for you on the table when you get in little wins like that, like they're things that you've got to be grateful for, or it's maybe I've made a really good progression with someone in the gym today. Maybe I've had a great conversation and stuff. So that's, I try and obviously I, you can't do it every night. Sometimes I fall asleep in my bed and I can't do really it, but Nine times out of 10, I remember to do it. And then I read back on the, some of those reflections and it gives me a good sense of how my mind was in certain times of the year and stuff. And I look back and I think, there's a pattern here. There's, there's a lot of things I'm grateful for. There's a lot of things. And then when you're writing about how you can improve, don't get me wrong, it's important to write about what things you did well because then you can take that forward and you think that did work well, so I can take that forward. Yeah. But it's also more important, if anything, to think what did what could I have improved on? And I don't like writing, what did I do wrong? I think because that's like quite closed mindset, I think what could improve because then it's open. What could I do better? Because so there's times when you're training someone, you think that didn't quite work. So how could I improve that? Or maybe I mixed my words a bit when I was explaining that to someone. How can I explain that clearly? Mm -hmm. Or little things like I've not taken the bins out today. I'm going to do that next time, you know, stuff like that. And I write stuff like that down and then I look back on it and I think, right, that's me to improve myself next time. So that's my little bit on reflection and it's, it's, it sounds like hippy dippy, like doing mindfulness stuff, but literally it takes me five, six minutes at the end of the night, I go to bed and I feel great for it. Cause I feel like I've let everything that was in my brain for the day or out onto paper and the actual act of writing it down feels great okay. rather than like writing it in my notes on my phone. Um, but yeah, i do you follow that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
1: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, like, yeah, I don't personally write it down, for example, <laughs> but it does. It, if you ever, like, I said, if you ever think like you're slipping off, I think it just gets your mindset back on track.
2: Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Like, that's
1: what you're saying in the sense that, yeah, okay, it's a mindset check where that's what how reflection can help. And like, I don't know where, what <laughs> what more to say. I'd say, say you've
2: got you've hit that nail yeah. on head, really. Like, um, yeah.
0: So if we, if we move on then, so another thing that we've sort of feel as us three feel that's like going to keep you consistent and maintaining consistency through training is one, just looking at, there's more than one way to progress. So, I mean, everyone thinks, right. If I'm, if I'm progressing, I'm either losing weight or I'm getting stronger. Yeah. There's so yeah. much more to it in there. Yeah. There's better movement quality. There's how do I feel day to day? You know I mean yeah. there's so much more to it? So don't just look at yourself and go. I've not hit that weight yet. I'm not happy, or I've not lost that weight yet. I'm not we, happy.
1: We touched on it last week, didn't we? Muscle soreness. Everyone thinks that's a good indicator of a of a good workout. However, if you're doing a particular movement and you're feeling less sore from that, is that not a sign of progression?
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Doing doing more of the same thing in the same time or whatever. That is a form of progression. Everyone's like, okay, we've got like i said, got to get more strength. Got to lose more weight. Not necessarily. There's so many ways, like you said, better movement quality, better control, the stability across your body. Do your joints feel healthier? That could be a whole whole new podcast in itself, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, Um,
2: yeah. We can we can send that. But that's just
1: just a little one for you to say. Okay, how do I stay motivated? Well, not be so hook up on one little aspect
0: of um, your goals. Another one. This is probably one of the biggest, I think, that's going to help you maintain your consistency. Is give yourself time, plan ahead. Do you know what I mean? If you've planned ahead, even if you're just planning for the day ahead, if there's a road or like something comes up in your day and you've already planned for it, it's going to feel a lot less stressful than if you just go, oh, like shit, that's happened.
2: With with the planning ahead as well, especially in terms of uh, training and things like that, allow yourself to be a bit fluid with it though. So don't. Because like you said, like we can go back uh saying about like reflection and things like that. If you've set yourself a goal for that day, and you don't hit it, and then you reflect on it. Don't just put it down to Oh, I wanted to do this. I couldn't do this. I'm very annoyed. And now yeah. I'm pissed off. Just allow yourself to be a little fluid in certain certain aspects, especially if you're let's say in the gym, you go at five o'clock. What, what the, what's the gym like now at five o'clock? It's, it's, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's RAM. So allow yourself to sort of plan a few different routes. Um you do it when you're driving, I guess. There you go. Little yeah, yeah, yeah. So plan plan for little disruptions really. Like maybe the equipment that you want is is taken and there's a queue. Um maybe traffic was uh busy and then you've had to shorten your time in the in the workout as well. Um or simply you just you walk in, you get mobile, you um warm up and then you're just not feeling it. Uh, do the movements that you enjoy um, rather than maybe the movements that you need, I'd say. Because yeah. then you can relate it back to the motivation side of it. If, you, if you've if you had a NAF day at work, but you've planned ahead to go into the gym and you do it, you get there, you're warm, you're ready, and then you're like, that was terrible yeah. for your yeah. first exercise. The next few things you maybe need to do, and then you can go back to, obviously, the little wins. Go back to an exercise that you like, that you enjoy, and then push yourself on that a bit more.
1: Yeah. I think it's little little things. It's like every, we do it particularly well as PTs because it's part of our role. But so many people, I say, I've heard it so many times. Okay, how many meals a day should I have? Or how many? How many times should I go to the gym? You can plan that without being so, so you can, narrow. You, you have, have to be obsessive so to do that. Obsessive. Yeah, yeah. If, if you know if you've got a particularly busy day, get your con. Get like your, your food intake within
0: less meals, for example, yeah. where you know you can fit. Where you know you can fit that in or just make your just make your main meal for tomorrow the yeah. night before yeah give yourself time so at lunch you're not going that. i'm starving i've only got 20 minutes i'm gonna go grab a meal deal or i'm gonna go grab some of this yeah. do you know what i mean that that period of time it, it takes you what 15 minutes the night before and it saves you maybe an hour at lunch do you know what i mean yeah. little things like that about planning ahead i know when i don't plan
1: I get to, I get in bed late at night and I'm just stressing and that that then impacts impacts how I sleep the quality of my sleep am I just, is it disturbed so when I wake up in the morning I'm lethargic and it's the whole knock on effect that I said yeah just in the previous little um, how do I stay on track how do I celebrate my little wins by just organising my life then when I get to, so if I work hard, six of those plans, I've ticked them off All I'm all, I'm so much more relaxed when it comes to switching off in the evening, going, going, going to bed, I sleep 10 times better. And that way I'm managing my fatigue. I'm not as tired when it comes to these little tasks and I can stay consistent within them. Yeah. And I don't know, that sort of brings us on to like sleep and how important recovery is. Oh, In this process,
0: I think every, well, everyone tell, loves yeah. sleep. Everyone tell, loves tell, sleep. Tell, me, tell me someone who doesn't like sleep. Yeah, um, but it's one of the it's literally the most underrated tool for improving yeah. recovery, helping with fat loss. Do you know what I mean like the more if you can get eight hours sleep, you're yeah. gonna feel so many benefits from it.
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't even put a time on it. You see so many people say, okay, seven and a half hours is the perfect amount. Like, so in my dissertation, I went quite into sleeping patterns. And it's not just about having as much sleep as, as, as possible. This is why I said quality simple, sleep. Quality yeah. sleep is just like quality over quantity. Where I can wake up some days and I've had six hours sleep and I feel fresh as a daisy because I'm ready for the sleep. I've not been disturbed. I've not got anything buzzing around my head that's keep that's, that's obviously making me want to wake up or whatever.
0: Does that come down to the your preparation before you go? To sleep? One million percent. One million percent. I don't know about you, you guys, but I've got like a little sleep pre-sleep routine. I know I talked about the gratitude book earlier. I like to read, try and stay away from screens. And the value of doing those things is there. Is, you can't put a price on it. Like if you can get yourself set to go to sleep and fall asleep and have good quality sleep, when you wake up in the morning, you're gonna feel like a new person. Million percent. It's million just. Million
1: percent. I think that's also to touch on that. Obviously, so like when obviously when you are tired and when you are so if, away from obviously tired in terms of the sleep quality, but your fatigue just from the sheer amount of work you've been done, you've been doing throughout the week in terms of in terms of your training and your exercise i think it's not always important just to keep grinding through that listen to your body you'll know when you need Mm -hmm. to have that little bit of a break and that's as well how i stay on track with my long-term goals is by managing the workload i do across the week yeah now we have a better understanding for that but it's as simple as just taking a little bit off what you do each session it's not Mm -hmm. a problem that you've not necessarily done as much as last time yeah not everything has to
0: be max 100 does it exactly because you might think
1: that that's just how it feels like um, oh, I feel tired, I feel lethargic and you just push through it but then
0: eventually you'll crash and yeah. there's steps you can put Same. in um, to prevent that So one of the last things we want to talk about is kind of the barriers the barriers people often put up when they're talking about sort of engagement and wanting to maintain consistency wanting to keep coming to the gym and stuff like that and the main barrier the main barrier is time constraints people have got a lot going on but then we, you kind of it's easy to say I've got no time But Chris, I want you to sort of talk a bit about like the things you've had when people have said, Oh, I've not got enough time to to come to the gym.
2: Uh, I think well, I think with clients, the main one is, um, I mean, we've discussed it before. You've got how many 168 hours in the week, quick maths, it's not like we've done it before. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then obviously, when you take away sleep, when you take away work, family and life in general, you're still going to end up with at least two hours, do you reckon two, three hours in a day where you've got a good bit of time. Yeah. Now, rather than watching EastEnders and Coronation Street, which is half an hour, you mm. could be in the gym. You don't need the three, four, five hour sessions like The Rock does for an <laughs> yes. average human being. It's all you need is that short amount of time. Just get in there, blast out a session and then move on. You get everything you need done in yeah. 45 minutes to 100%,
1: yeah. I think, well, you've hit the nail on the head where people say to you, how many times we should I go? How, what day should I go? Well, the the one that's going to keep you consistent, you only need two, three hours across that week where you can get in the gym and push yourself to your limits, within your limits as well, yeah. so that you're not fatigued afterwards, but you're still getting in, you're still doing something active. You're not being accommodated by just going and doing that one hour because you're keeping yourself busy in the rest of your aspects of your life, where you're still getting the work done. So time is a terrible barrier that we hit quite
0: often. Yeah, I mean, because there's always... The amount, yes, yes the, the amount of time... You've got in a week. I'm sure you can fit two to three hours within the week to look after your health and fitness. It all
1: comes down to your priorities and where does that lie? If you can't spare two, three hours of your time for your health and your fitness, then I think you need to address other
0: things. <laughs> if you don't, make, that. Yeah. you don't make time for your health, you can make time for your illness. Illness. There you go. Look oh. at that. What? Uh, Sorry, good way to <laughs> That's wrapped us up nicely. Um, We hope you've kind of got a lot from this and sort of things that are going to help you maintain that consistency and maintain a bit of motivation. Um, Yeah, it's been a good one, lads. I enjoyed it, really. Yeah, it's been good. Um, So, yeah, that's us for this week. Uh, Tune in for next week. See you later. See you later. See you later.